0: All right, welcome John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Glad you're with us. Sun is shining in Central Texas. Beautiful day uh, shaping up here uh, on the 18th day of May. I am uh, home in the front study looking out the front window. Birds in the bird bath right outside the window. Q is in the studio making things work for us, and we're glad you're with us here in the 9 a.m. hour q good morning to you and great to we- reconnect with you and how was your weekend
1: it was really really good and then it was uh, capped off with the last dance last night so you yeah. know n- now i just don't know what to do with my upcoming weekends because <laughs> this has been appointment watching and appointment television for me and so i'm not going to have that moving forward so now i don't know what my days are going to be like next weekend but it's all right we got through this weekend
0: well, uh, now, in the ESPN, aren't they going to keep it rolling? Not with this, but with another one that's going to plug in starting next Sunday?
1: I, I do believe so, but I don't think anything is really on the level of the last dance. You know gotcha. what I mean? Like, I'm going gotcha. to be excited, right. and I'll watch anything that's on there. But the, the last dance is just a whole nother, uh, it's another ball game of different animals. So I, I don't know if anything could, could match up with that.
0: I agree. And they're smart if they do keep it going. Uh, I think they've got a uh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa mm-hmm. documentary coming up. Uh, but I don't know how many you know how long that is but you're right it's going to be tough to beat uh, the last dance.
1: exactly and I'm I'm interested I did see the the commercial for the Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa ones and uh, I believe there's another one as well that uh, they're going to be rolling out and I'm sure that there's going to be a a lot of good stuff that they do put out but man it's just something different when you're watching Michael Jordan and the Bulls and just kind of remember especially for me because that was my wheelhouse that was my like just prime time Uh, love affair with the nba you know and it was all uh, surrounding michael jordan so i just it just made me remember so much stuff and so that's why it was so great
0: yeah. Well, here how about this? I had this planned uh, kind of through the weekend leading into Sunday. So MJ is here. He, Our son, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me clarify. <laughs> our son, MJ, is here with us. He was gone uh, to Houston over the weekend, but then got back yesterday afternoon about 4 or 5. So in my mind I was thinking, hey, this would be great. Uh, let me get uh, what work I have to do done early, and he and I can watch this on Sunday night, prepare my wife for it. Hey, uh, you okay if we watch this? And she said, sure. And so in my mind, you know, it was a done deal that he and I were going to watch it together last night, both of them, both episodes. And we're eating supper, and he says, "Uh, I think I'm going to bounce and uh, go hang with some friends tonight. And I said, (laughs) really? (laughs) And I said, you don't want to stay here and watch uh, the last two episodes of The Last Dance? He said, no, but you go ahead. Uh, You go ahead. I'll catch it later. And I'm thinking, oh great, I had this all set up great. and all planned and he and I were going to watch it together. And, uh, and so I didn't watch either one of them last night. I kind of waited on him and maybe we'll watch it tonight. But uh, to be honest, I didn't see the, the last two episodes that aired last night.
1: Well, just a spoiler alert, the Bulls win. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> how I about that? how this one ends? Right. How about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty good. Hey, well well uh, scripted. I, uh, I kind of knew how this one might end. Right, yeah.
1: exactly. No, it was really good, though. I think you'll enjoy it when you guys do finally get to sit down and watch it. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. And you have a lot better discipline than I do because I'm telling you, <laughs> every single weekend for the last five weekends, I've had my whole – sunday planned where i was right. done with whatever i had to do by seven thirty, <laughs> so i had a good 30 minutes of, of downtime before the show started and then that's it i was that's locked great. in so yeah uh, yeah you're better than me
0: yeah no i don't know about that but uh, i'm looking forward to watching it and he and i will watch it to uh hopefully tonight i haven't checked with him yet so, but hopefully we can do that tonight and i'm looking forward to it it's fun to kind of watch it it's fun to watch it with him because obviously i lived through those days mm-hmm. but he he didn't you know he's uh uh, I think I mentioned he's 23 years old, so he, you know, doesn't remember those great Bulls teams. You know, he knows the name Michael Jordan, and he's seen highlights. Right. But he didn't know all these backstories. Like one of them, we were watching. Um, and he said, "Oh, Phil Jackson played." <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> "Wow, yeah, he was a really good player yeah. for the Knicks." He didn't even know, you know, yeah. he didn't know that that uh, part of the story.
1: That's funny because we, you know, we just kind of assume that everybody knows, yeah. and, and yeah. you know, everyone's kind of as excited as we are about these things. And it's funny just the age group because Stephen Simcox, who's the you know the producer for uh, Matt Mosley's show, he's also you know co-hosting our show at, at noon on Un- Unnecessary Roughness. Uh, I asked him, I said, "Is this appointment watching for you as it is for me?" And he was like, well, I mean, because I know I have to talk about it, it is, but it wouldn't be just because, you know, I mean, because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if it was about LeBron James, he said, because that's his wheelhouse, it would, that would be the same equivalent for him. That'd be the same, like, uh, you know, appointment watching that it is for me with MJ. So it's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, and here's what I wonder: if guys like Stephen and maybe guys like MJ, who think LeBron James is the greatest, you know, that ever put on a basketball uniform, I wonder if they see this and know the backstory and 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 just learn more about Michael Jordan, if they might say, eh, you know, maybe it's not a slam dunk, you know that that. Uh, 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 he's the best ever. You know, maybe right. it, it changes their thinking. Maybe, maybe Michael is in in that class with LeBron, or maybe it, it deserves a discussion at least. You know, but they right. they just didn't know him except through highlights. But maybe it maybe it changes their thinking a little
1: bit. Yeah, it's very generational. I mean, it, it just really yeah. is. You know, it's just that's kind of how you you get your you know your thoughts in depending on what you grew up and what you really watched and what was in your wheelhouse and. For, you know, a lot of people, Michael Jordan with the Wizards was in their wheelhouse and that wasn't good. <laughs> you know, that yeah, was, right. that was not <laughs> fun basketball and that that's was not right. good MJ. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just. It's just what it is, and it's it's really interesting to hear different people's thoughts. But uh, I, I will say, I just feel like the the way that the game is played now, like I I, I would no doubt believe that LeBron could have played uh, in Michael Jordan's era and been really really stinking good. I mean, just because he's just that good, and I think he could adapt. But I'll tell you, some of the things that go on right now in the NBA, as far as flopping and all that stuff, that yeah. wouldn't have that wouldn't have been able to fly in the '90s. They would have they would have looked at these guys throwing themselves on the floor, and I don't even think they would have ever really got into that because it really wasn't. Uh, That big of a deal in the NBA at that point. But still, I mean, that kind of stuff wouldn't have happened back then.
0: Yeah, good point. Another thing I heard somebody say was uh, how how different the game is now in the aspect of how physical, uh, the physicality they let them play with. Like that one episode when the Pistons were just beating up Michael. I mean, that was their goal was to beat him up. And, you know, that wouldn't happen today to that extent. Nothing close to that. Um, uh, Whoever this was, it might have been Golik and Wingo were talking about it. And they said Michael would average 40 points a game, you know, if if he had some more freedom and wasn't beat up as much as he was, uh, as the rules allowed when he was playing.
1: Yeah, if they had, I mean, if they were to hit people like that now, it would be flagrant one, flagrant two, and you're out of there. And you're gone. (laughs) I mean, they would be out of there before they even really got started.
0: Yeah, so that's different, but uh, all right, last dance. Oh, and we do have uh, tomorrow uh, in the 9 a.m. hour, Derwin Graham Jr. is going to join us. Derwin uh, was a former Baylor track standout, so it'll be fun to visit with him about that. But he's also a producer at ESPN, and as such, uh, one of his projects, or he was part of the the Last Dance project. So Derwin will be with us uh, tomorrow. Now that the series has aired, uh, he can uh, talk to us. We checked with him uh, the second or third week of this, and he said the higher-up said, no, you can't do interviews uh, until it's over. So I checked with him again yesterday, and we got him scheduled for tomorrow. So that'll be fun to get the kind of that insider producer uh, uh, vantage point of the last dance.
1: Yeah, no, that really will be. Is that so? Does that mean that that was the one guy that was in town that had uh, all ten episodes ahead of time?
0: No, he was not the one. Okay, okay. I
1: remember you talking about the <laughs> the, the one guy that I guess I don't saying. have. To, I, don't, I guess I don't have to find him anymore because I've seen all ten now. That's but true, and I have nope. all ten recorded, so I can go yeah. back and watch them at any time.
0: No, and Derwin's not uh, – he's not here. He's up in, gotcha. he's in New York or in Connecticut or he, he's up there somewhere. Gotcha. But I'm, I'll go to my grave. I'm not going to tell you the name of who that person was. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. And now all 10 of them are out there anyway. So right. It's kind of a moot point. All right, uh, we're off and running on this Monday morning. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Derwin Graham Jr. will be with us. Today, Jonathan Motley will be with us, a former Baylor standout. Uh, the men's basketball team of the decade was announced yesterday in the Waco Tribune-Herald. It's on our website today, baylorbears.com. Jonathan Motley, Player of the Decade, and Q. I told you this was uh, this team, uh, and these awards were the toughest ones we've had of any of the teams. Naming a first team, a second team, Player of the Decade, Defender of the Decade, and Sixth Man of the Decade. This was, to me, hands down. And Jonathan Motley was the uh, player of the decade, so we'll visit with him coming up in just a bit. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us on this Monday morning. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by Diamore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive.
2: Where Waco gets engaged.
3: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kaye. It's going to be a mild start to the day with temperatures starting out in the lower to mid 60s across central Texas. Skies will be mostly sunny by the afternoon. Highs will reach the upper 80s and lower 90s in some areas later in the day. Tonight, temperatures will drop down to around 66 degrees with mostly clear skies. Skies will be mostly sunny on Tuesday with highs in the lower 90s. The warm and sunny weather will continue until the weekend. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your fourth cast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather
2: There's a lot of fear right now about the market and the economy. We went from all-time highs to a correction in a very short time. How are you
0: and your plan prepared for black swan events and regular market cycles? Let's check in with Eric Lovett from the family at Lovett & Associates to hear what we should be doing with our money.
4: This pandemic is creating fear. It's kind of comforting with a lot of our clients that are baby boomers. We've already set up a plan for them. We've put a retirement income plan together so there's safe money that they have inside of their plan that's going to create the income. First thing you need to do is have a plan. Do you ever remember doing safety drills? Having a plan will help keep you from panicking too much. You'll have that plan in place and that is for times like this because if you just have an investment plan where all your money's in the market, which most people have, times like this taking money from that account, especially when the market's been very volatile, unbelievable, but when we have guaranteed income coming into the bank account every month, That really makes our existing clients and the people that have a plan, like we're suggesting, it gives them confidence. I would encourage anybody that is five to 10 years out from retirement or in retirement, you give us a call, you come in for a meeting, Or we do a virtual meeting online to see how we can help reposition some of your assets so we can create that plan for you. And I think that would give you tremendous confidence in your retirement. If you'd like to start
0: with a phone conversation, if you'd like to come in for a personal review, they do also offer the opportunity for virtual reviews. If you'd like to get started, give a call, have that conversation,
2: 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Go online, loveitfinancial.com. Or two five four eight seven zero six eight zero zero. Security and advisory services offered through Saterra Advisors LLC, member FINRA/SIPC, a broker dealer and a registered investment advisor. Citra is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments and in securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal, yield, and share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions. And when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach & Associates: is two five four seven five one one two five six.
3: Hello everyone, I'm Dave DeRozier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention.
5: Come enjoy the beautiful Texas spring weather with a staycation at the historic Stagecoach Inn in Salado. The inn features 48 reimagined guest rooms, a heated swimming pool that spans the back half of the property, and cuisine from the Stagecoach Inn restaurant available for takeout and room service. It offers beloved recipes from the past and innovative interpretations of Texas favorites. The ambiance at the Stagecoach Inn is familiar, relaxed, and fresh. Reserve your room today at stagecoachsalado.com.
2: Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
0: Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Glad you're with us. John Morris, uh, home here in Hewitt, Q in the studio. Hey, we're glad to be uh, and proud to be partnering with Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Whether you're new to Central Texas or a long-timer, when it comes to care, you're probably familiar with the name Alan Samuels. Allen Samuels dealerships have been serving Central Texans For a long time with great brand service and of course supporting our community. Alan Samuels Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, and Waco continues that mission. And right now they want to know, they want you to know that they are open for business. It's time to get off the couch and come by for a remarkable new car or a certified pre owned deal. Zero percent is back for May. Q, did you hear me? I said zero (laughs) percent. For 72 months and no payments for up to 120 days, that is a great offer. This offer is good on most new Ram trucks, Jeeps and Dodge and Chrysler cars and SUVs. So check it out, 0% for 72, no payments for up to 120 days. It's on now at Allen Samuels. They're online at Allen Samuels, Allen Samuels is your friend in the car business. All right, back with us uh, as we continue on this Monday morning. You heard in the open uh, the uh, saga of the snails here at the Morris household <laughs> last week. To recap, uh, I uh, picked them off the fence, got them out of the yard, a few on the walls of our house. And, uh, Q, the number was, what, 532 was the count?
1: Yes, that was yeah, 532. I, and I still don't understand how you had the patience to count all to those count and all. pick
0: all those. I really don't. Yeah, that's another story of, of how I stayed with it to count them all. But I did. And uh, then the next day was not much. Saturday, remember they had, we had the rain Friday night, and I'm thinking, oh, great. All right, some more moisture. That will bring them back out. And Saturday, there really weren't that many. I picked a few off, 70-some, I think, uh, and tossed them over the fence. And then yesterday, uh, went in the backyard after we watched our church service and man, they were back in full force yesterday on the fence. So was it Wednesday? I guess last week that was 500 plus. Yes. And then yesterday, I went back out there and I thought it's not going to be that many. But let me count, you know, just because it makes for a good story, and tell you how many there were. So I started counting in. Q 577 yesterday.
1: No way.
0: Yeah, 500 more wow.
1: yesterday. <laughs> you, I'm telling you and I hate to say this cuz I don't want to sound disrespectful but you got
0: a problem, man. <laughs> I know. You, this is I know. a problem. This is a real deal problem. Oh man! Hey, there's Hewitt Police driving by our house right now. Let me get those guys. Let me flag them down. Man, and for real. <laughs> see if there's an issue that they can help me with with the uh, with the snails. But one of our texters last week uh, suggested coffee, coffee grounds yeah. to try to you know uh, scare them away or scatter them away or something like that. So sure enough, when Terry and I went to the store yesterday, we bought a, a big old uh, kind of a tin of coffee. And, uh, you know, I looked at it, it was like $6.28, and and I thought, I don't want to spend that. And I thought, yeah, it's probably cheaper than buying, uh, you know, some kind of uh, snail-be-gone remover. So we bought that, and I spread that yesterday, you know, along the fence line, because that's where they're obviously coming from the field back behind us, and they're coming in that way. So I spread the coffee grounds. And I'm telling you, as I looked out there this morning, I didn't see—I didn't go up to the fence, but looking at it from a distance, I didn't see any snails. Uh oh. So, so maybe the coffee grounds have helped.
1: Maybe you're onto something. Maybe, maybe, maybe you yeah. have finally rid yourself of the snails. But I don't want to talk too fast, so we gotta—I know—gotta I- ha- kind of, uh, you know, just uh, battle it out all week long and kind of see how it goes and <laughs> see see if they come back. But if not, then like I said, you're onto something.
0: Coffee grounds exactly so and we have the most aromatic smelling uh, backyard of anybody around it right. smells really good when you go out well that might there. cause
1: another problem down the line it's so. <laughs> yeah, true that's
0: exactly right yeah I may fix one issue and set up another one right hmm. but uh, i'll keep I'll let you know if the coffee grounds do the trick and because I heard from several people that they have the same issue so if this works, I will definitely let you know. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, to be fun, we'll be joined by Jonathan Motley. Jay Mott will join us, former Baylor standout basketball player. And when I say standout, he is the player of the decade for the Bears, and the decade just completed that uh, entire story. And uh, those rankings are in the Waco Trib as of yesterday. They're on the Baylor website, baylorbears.com, as of today. So check it out. First team, second team, uh, players, or team of the decade, and then player of the decade, defender of the decade, and sixth man of the decade. And Jonathan Motley tops the list. We'll visit with him when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Hi, everybody, this is John Morris inviting you to join us this Wednesday for our next Baylor Coaches Show, our final Coaches Show for the semester. Join us at 6 p.m. Wednesday and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey, women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano, and Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. That's our next Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you.
3: Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Hello everyone, I'm Dave DeRozier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home and you can pay with credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. Now more than ever, we all need
2: a strong immune system. Healthy diet along with the right supplements, helps support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D, Dallas is own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code Immune20 on CooperComplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's Immune20 at CooperComplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update,
1: brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at clarkroofingtx.com. Baylor Athletics and the Waco Trib released the Baylor Men's Basketball All-Decade Team on Sunday. The first team was Quincy Acey, Tweety Carter, Lace Darius Dunn, Pierre Jackson, and Jonathan Motley, with Motley being named as the Baylor Men's Basketball Player of the Decade. And make sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and me today at 1230, as Baylor's Tweety Carter will be a guest to talk about being voted to the All-Decade Team. Also at 1.30, hear from one of the latest Baylor football commits, Elijah Bean. Bean is commit number 13 of the 2021 class that currently has 14 committed to Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears. And coming up this afternoon on the Matt Mosley Show between 3 and 6, Wade Phillips, former Dallas Cowboy head coach and longtime defensive coordinator in the NFL, will be a part of the show.
2: Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Jonathan Motley, right wing lobster ish, shot up and in on the alley oop to Wayne Wright.
2: That's two assists now in the game for Motley. He has not taken a shot yet, but again, he's become a passer and he's been very effective. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright.
0: Motley, right wing, looks to drive in on Solomon, into the paint, hook shot, good by Motley. What a great start by Motley, doing it by scoring and with assists. And I would continue to go to him and go to him until Iowa State shows the
2: ability to keep him from scoring. They haven't yet. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
0: Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Some basketball highlights. And let me tell you, when you go looking for highlights of Jonathan Motley, it doesn't take long to find plenty of those. There were plenty during his time here at Baylor. And Jonathan Motley uh, joins us now, named the uh, Baylor men's basketball player of the decade. And uh, Jonathan, good morning to you. Appreciate you joining us. How are you? Uh, good morning, J-Mo. Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. It's great to hear your voice, man. And uh, these are kind of strange times, aren't they? Uh, where are you now, and, and how are you feeling your time these days?
6: Uh, well, right now I'm in Dallas, uh, just kind of working out and just trying to wait until the season gets started back up.
0: I got gotcha. you. A lot of us are in that holding pattern, just waiting to get things going. Can't wait for you guys to get uh, get playing again. Uh, we, let, let's talk about uh, the honor for you, being named the player of the decade. And I'm telling you, I've said on the air here, this uh, all these, this project of these all-decade teams is fun to do, but the men's basketball teams were the toughest ones to come up with. Uh, you know, there were some really tough decisions because you played with a lot of good players. There were some really good to great teams uh, the last decade. Uh, so to be named the player of the decade, uh, Mott, that's
6: a real honor for you. Oh, yeah, definitely an honor. I'm uh, definitely blessed. And... Uh, to receive an honor like that and uh very definitely appreciative for my times at Baylor and all the hard work I put in and all the coaches that meeting and so it was definitely uh definitely an honor and uh definitely blessed to have it for sure.
0: You definitely put in the work. Uh can you let our listeners know uh, what what you were like as a person, as a player, when you got here, compared to you know the the type of person you were when you left Baylor. Uh, it was a real transformation, wasn't it?
6: Oh yeah, definitely. Came in as a little skinny kid, two hundred <laughs> pounds. Uh, just kind of hit the weight room hard and uh, gained about thirty pounds of muscle, and uh, I think that helped me, you know, get to where I am today.
0: Yeah. It's Charlie Melton in the uh, strength room, isn't it? In the uh, weight room. Oh
6: yeah, oh yeah. Because Charlie's one of the best for sure. He's going to get you exactly where you uh, need to be. He's going to put you in the position to succeed. All you got to do is go out there and uh, take your opportunity and run with it.
0: What about uh, what about some of the guys you played with during your time here? I know you guys stay close and do a great job of staying close, but some of your teammates—boy, uh, that that was—that's fun to think about those teams that you were a part of and the guys that you really bonded with during your time at Baylor.
6: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, man, I owe a lot of my success to those guys uh, like Isaiah Austin, Cord Jefferson, uh, Rico Gathers, and Torian Prince, Russell O'Neill. Peony Cherry and those guys, oh, it was just a lot of guys who just helped me and you know, pushed me to be where I am, you know, playing against such great talent every day. I had no choice but to get better. So uh, when it was my time to show what I could do, you know what I'm saying, it was just kind of easy because uh, I had been prepared for it. So
0: What was that like when you're banging in practice with, uh, with Rico every day?
6: Oh, man, it was definitely a grind, you know, coming in at 200 pounds, so it was just uh, one of those things you had to kind of get used to over time because, you know, uh, Rico Gather is a monster. He let the country rebound for two or three years, so that's not like a small feat. Then you got guys like Corey Jefferson, who was a hot slide flying above the rim, and I got to guard him in practice. Then I got Torian Prince, who's running around, shooting threes, running the court, you know, catching lives at to guard him, And then you guys there also handling the ball, bringing it up, shooting threes, picking and popping, but he's seven foot. So it's, it's just a lot of things I had uh, at my disposal, you know, to help me get to where I am today
0: sure absolutely and play with those guys and against those guys in practice made you better uh jonathan motley is with us former baylor standout named the uh, baylor basketball player of the decade
1: jmo mentioned earlier about how you guys bonded and how you guys are still a tight tight group off the court but how were you guys able to bond so well and gel so well on the court and be able to get the most out of each other's talents
6: uh I think we just understood, everybody just understood their roles uh, and everybody kind of trusted me to go out and perform. And, uh, you know, off the court, we just hung out together all the time. I think that makes a good team, you know, that camaraderie off the court. You know, you build just an extra level of trust. So I think we had like a a higher level of trust than uh, a lot of other teams did. Um, just because you know, just hanging out together, you know, playing video games all day, you know, just being able to go to the grocery store together, you know, just this is a whole bunch of things that uh, help the team, and I think that off the court camaraderie can boost the team uh, like no other. So I think that 16, 17 year we just had a a camaraderie that you know that was unmatched, and then we had a great leader in Ishmael Wayne, right? You know, he. Was, He's a great leader, kept everyone in line. Uh, you know, and he took uh a big challenge on the defensive end. He always wanted to go out there and be the best defender and the best talker. So when you have a guy like that, uh, you know, I don't really have to worry about, you know, trying to talk and lead. I can just go out there and play and hitch was just, you know, kinda of helping us uh, throughout the game, just keeping us talking, keeping us vocal and uh, just making sure we trust each other on
0: the defensive end. Boy, that year you mentioned 16-17 season. Uh, you averaged almost a double-double, 17 points a game, 9.9 rebounds a game, 52% from the floor. And that was the year you guys got off to such a great start, won the uh, tournament in the Bahamas, a 15-0 and start, got to number one in the country. What uh, what was that like when you guys were on that roll starting out 15-0?
6: Yeah, It was super fun, man. It was <laughs> those memories come by like almost like it was yesterday. Uh, yeah. I'd never forget them, uh, but it was just an awesome feeling, you know, just being able to be the first, uh, you know, team to have a number one ranking. You know, they'll never ever be a first again. You know, so you never can take that away from that team. So I think uh, that's just something I just you know like being a part of. You know, just being being able to do something that no one has ever done before. You know, so I think we can hold our hats on that, and, you know, that's something we'll we'll be able to, you know, take with us forever, you know.
1: Did you see any similarities in the team that played this past year and obviously didn't get to finish because of the pandemic that hit us? Did you see some similarities with that team compared to that 16-17 team?
6: Uh, Yeah, it looked like they were all just glued together. It it looked like those guys all just kind of knew each other's roles. You know, Freddie was just playing hard, rebounding, Blocking shots, you know, just finishing. Then you got Jared Butler who's scoring, makes your teeth scoring. Then you got Mark Vidal, you know, Davion Mitchell. They both could have been players, defensive players of the year, you know. So I think uh, it's just a glue they had. And uh, I definitely see that same thing. I've I've seen videos of Davion and Jared Butler in the gym getting up shots together. So, you know, that's the same thing. Me and Al Freeman lived in the gym together. We was in there every, every night, for midnight, in there every, every, pretty much every night just working. So I can definitely see the same similarities, you know.
0: That's a real plus. Uh, I'm not sure all of our listeners realize you guys had access to that practice floor really any time you wanted it, any time of the day or the night, whenever it would work. Uh, that's a real plus, isn't it, to have that at your disposal any time you can get in the gym.
6: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think when you have those type of tools at your disposal, you have no choice but to get better, you know, and uh, all you have to do is take advantage of it, and I think this team this past year, if they were taking advantage of it, I would always see videos of them guys in there shooting constantly, constantly through, you know, the team looked a little different, I think. That team, this team was more uh, guard dominated, you know, our team probably had, you know, was more big dominated, but, uh, you know, it's just the same thing, though. They just work. So, and I think that's what we did, too. You just got to embrace the grind, use everything to your disposal to get better. And I think that team did that, and that's what showed on the court. So that's all it is. I think just working and being able to show what you worked on when you get your opportunity.
0: Jonathan Motley with us uh Carl Malone power forward of the year award winner that season the 1617 season still the only uh, individual national uh award that any Baylor player has ever won uh might you think about all the players in college basketball and you won that power forward uh of the year award uh man that that was a great great honor
6: Oh yeah definitely uh like I said, man, I just being able to love to say that I can do, I did something that no one else has ever done. And and I was the first to do, you know, there would never ever be a first again. So I was like that's just a blessing. Uh it just shows like all my hard work is just kind of paying off and uh uh I'm just it's just a great honor for sure. Uh definitely like being able to say no one's done it before. So that's that's definitely also a plus as well.
1: J mod I gotta ask you: Were you locked in on the on the last dance like I was locked in on the last dance? And if you were, what were your thoughts on it?
6: Oh yeah, it was uh, it was a great great documentary. Uh, I think his his, his uh, determination was unmatched. His his grind, the way he held everybody accountable. Uh it's hard to say that uh he's not the GOAT after watching it. Uh just just the way he worked and um how he just held everyone accountable and uh, he didn't give anybody else a chance to win championships. He was just winning championships back to back. It was his error, you know, he he controlled it. And uh I think that's just something you can't take away from him, you know, being able to just literally dominate his error. You know, you did not. You were not winning that championship if Jordan was playing. So I think that was that's just some kind of crazy to fathom that how how much he worked. And then when they put it all in a documentary, so everybody can see. Now you can see like, oh, okay, this guy really, really dominated there. Nothing else you can really say about it.
0: Jonathan, you're with the Clippers now and third year with the Clippers organization. Uh, What was it like back in March when things uh, just not ground to a halt but screeched to a halt? All of a sudden you guys are playing and then, you know, there's Rudy Gobert and then there's no games. And then everything is is suspended. Uh, Where were you when that happened and what was that like to go through?
6: Yeah, actually, it was kind of crazy because uh, during that time I was playing some really, really, really good basketball. Uh, they uh, sent me down to the G League uh, to play, and I think I was I had like five or six thirty-point games in a row, wow. uh, and it was just like so I was like playing really well, you know, getting the feel. So it was it was good, and then I think we played the South Bay Lakers. I uh, probably had almost thirty in that game. And then the next day we were supposed to play them in in L.A. And then that's when they start calling us. was like, yo, the games is canceled for right now. And then another day passed, and then the season canceled. So it was just kind of crazy because, you know, especially since I was playing such good basketball at the time. So it was kind of a bad feeling to me, personally. uh having to stop, like, so abruptly. But, uh, I mean, it's all about being safe and uh, being healthy. And um, I think the quarantine has kind of helped a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's all about staying safe. So Whatever we can do to stay safe and uh, healthy, I uh, can't really, you know, have a problem with that. Sure, absolutely.
1: H- have they given you any kind of idea or expectations of, hey, this is kind of the, pr- the plan or the approach we're taking to try to get you guys back to the facilities?
6: Uh, yeah, I think they're opening the facilities today. Uh, I mean, officially, yeah, I think they're doing testing and stuff like that uh, to make sure everyone says, yeah, you know, limiting the number of guys who can come in and uh, things like that. So I think they're doing a good job, you know, just trying to keep everybody safe and uh, trying to, you know, get guys, you know, back in season mode. Uh, They haven't canceled it yet, but they also haven't said, yeah, we're for sure playing. So it's kind of one of those things that's still kind of up in the air right now.
0: You excited to get back out there, get back with your teammates and get playing again?
6: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely. can't wait to play. It, you know, that's what, I, that's what I do, play basketball. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I can't wait to get back, especially I was playing so well, so I can't wait to get back and just try to continue what I was doing. So.
0: Well, it's fun to watch you play. It's fun to catch up with you. Congratulations again being named the Baylor uh, Basketball Player of the Decade. And uh, great to visit with you. Be safe out there, and we'll talk
6: to you down the road. Anyway, thank you, Mo. It was good uh, hearing your voice. Yeah, uh, man, thanks very much. You you too. Thank you. Family, stay safe as well.
0: Great. You too. Thank you very much. Jonathan Motley with us, Baylor player of the decade. uh, Now with the L.A. Clippers, and Q says going back to work, uh, going back to practice. So, uh, so that's a good sign. Here's the here's the team for Baylor men's basketball. Jonathan Motley, the player of the decade. Uh, Epe Udo, the defender of the decade, that's a great uh, choice there. Uh, Played only one year here at Baylor, remember, after he transferred from Michigan. But, man, he was such a backline enforcer for the Bears, blocking shots, playing great defense. It helped to, you know, just lifted everybody's uh, level of play defensively with him on that backline. So, Epe Udo, the Defender of the Year. Brady Heslip, the sixth man of the decade. Uh, and Epe, I'm sorry, Defender of the Decade. And Brady Heslip, the sixth man of the decade. And, Q, that was a tough choice. Because there were several guys that, at, at different points in their career, you know, were the sixth man, and then you know, as they got a little more experience, they moved into the starting lineup. So it could have been, you know, Torian Prince. It could have been Ish Wainwright. It could have been uh, Royce O'Neal. Uh, but Brady Heslip is the sixth man of the decade, and he was uh, he had some instant offense when he came on the floor, the uh, first team all-decade Baylor men's basketball team, Jonathan Motley, Quincy Acey, Pierre Jackson, Tweedy Carter, and Lace Darius Dunn. And, Q, I know Tweedy's going to be on with you guys this afternoon. Yep. And then the second team, Epe Udo, Rico Gathers, Torian Prince, Perry Jones III, and Kenny Cherry, Uh, You know, uh, Coach Tang was the the coaching staff representative with us on this uh, uh, balloting, decision-making process. He said, I'd like to have those teams right now. I'd go to war (laughs) with those guys. (laughs) So that was – those are some really good players. Those are some really good representatives. And we left off some guys, you know, that probably deserve to be there. But just a a, a five-person first team, a five-person second team – and that's it. So it uh, shows you how good Baylor basketball was in that decade.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I was looking up and down the, the list of, of uh, first and second teamers and I'm thinking, wow, you know, those those are some really, really, really good players. And uh, just kind of makes you reminisce on exactly when they were playing and, you know, what games were going on, what big wins they were able to come up with. And so, uh, yeah, man, that's a really, really good list and uh, excited to talk to Tweety Carter this afternoon.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, that battle for Atlantis we talked about with uh, Mott was uh, part of that fifteen and zero start to that season. Mm-hmm. And remember, that was a tournament in which Baylor beat Michigan State, Virginia Commonwealth, and Louisville. Beat those three teams to win the battle for Atlantis. Right, and uh, part of a fifteen and zero start to the season. So really great year there. And you know, it wasn't just a you know, it wasn't just a blip on the radar. I mean, they were consistently. Uh, that good in the decade uh, under Coach Drew and the coaching staff.
1: Yeah, no, they've done a really good job, and that's something that Coach Drew is really, I mean, and I know he's the, the kind of guy where he's not going to take very much credit, but he's done a heck of a job uh, year in and year out with uh, this Baylor men's basketball team and just the development of these players, and uh, they just continue to do really, really well year in and year out. It's really, really been fun to watch.
0: So fun to talk about and uh, recognize these guys, and great to visit with Jonathan Motley uh, in the L.A. Clippers organization, so keep track uh, of him there. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us on this Monday morning. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. How good is uh, Jonathan Motley at his job? Really good. How good is Amanda Cunningham at her job? Really good. In fact, she's in the top 1% of all Colwell Banker Realtors, uh, worldwide. So that is saying a lot. It shows how good she is, how Dedicated she is to her job and her clients, and she can do it locally. She can do it globally. Uh, Amanda is a global luxury specialist. So uh, check it out. If you have uh, needs of a realtor, if you're selling or buying, check out and put the experience to work for you of Amanda Cunningham. Just Google search Amanda's name, and that will get you to her Facebook page and contact information. That's Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Hi, everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us this Wednesday for our next Baylor Coaches Show, our final Coaches Show for the semester. Join us at 6 p.m. Wednesday and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey, women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano, and Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. That's our next Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas.
5: With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor Alumni Program, the family is growing
0: closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the
5: country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Kubota's L2501 packs powerful performance into one easy to operate compact tractor. Stop by Tipton International in Hillsborough and test drive the Kubota difference. The L2501 is designed for all day operator comfort with easy to use implements to make mowing, digging, hauling and lifting quick and simple. You'll see why it's the number one selling compact tractor and now get payments as low as $149 a month with no payments for 90 days. It's at Tipton International in Hillsborough or visit us at tiptoninternational.com. Now through May 30th 1st, 2020.
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRosier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with a credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention.
5: been tough sitting in isolation rarely getting out neglected unimportant naked hi this is jay from pickup outfitters and i'm talking about the forgotten casualty in this mess your truck it's been waiting patiently for you during this crisis waiting for some sign that it's okay to get out again at pickup outfitters we believe that no truck should be left behind and that it's time to reward your truck for sticking with you during these difficult times so we're announcing the end truck nudity stimulus package Benefits designed to outfit your truck so that it's ready to get out in public again. Like free installation and a free rubber bed mat with every hard bed cover purchase. $250 off ranch hand bumpers installed. $300 off ARE camper shells. Free laser fit front floor liners with every ranch hand grill guard purchase and install. And there's more. Call or come by our pickup outfitter showroom and help us make your truck feel wanted again. Or check out our In-Truck Nudity Stimulus Package on our website, createacommotion.com slash stimulus.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
1: I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at clarkroofingtx.com. Baylor Athletics and the Waco Trib released the Baylor Men's Basketball All-Decade Team on Sunday. The first team was Quincy Acey, Tweety Carter, Lace Darius Dunn, Pierre Jackson, and Jonathan Motley, with Motley being named as the Baylor Men's Basketball Player of the Decade. And make sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and me today at 12.30, as Baylor's Tweety Carter will be a guest to talk about being voted to the All-Decade Team. Also, at 1.30, hear from one of the latest Baylor football commits, Elijah Bean. Bean is commit number 13 of the 2021 class that currently has 14 committed to Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears. And coming up this afternoon on the Matt Mosley Show, between 3 and 6, Wade Phillips, former Dallas Cowboy head coach and longtime defensive coordinator in the NFL, will be a part of the show.
2: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: with us final segment john morris show on this monday morning pleased that you're with us this morning uh i want to mention don't want to get away without uh, saying a word about uh the passing uh over the weekend of phyllis george uh, phyllis george brown uh she was uh, uh really a pioneer for women's sports in national sports casting. Remember, I don't know if you even remember this, but there was a day where the NFL today, the CBS pregame show was Brent Musburger, uh, Jimmy the Greek, uh, Phyllis George and Irv Cross were the people that were on there. And I mean that was before, that was before they had the Fox didn't even do sports. They right. didn't have a competition, you know, a competing show. So that was the show on Sundays headed up by Brent Musburger. And uh, and they brought in Phyllis George, who was a former Miss America. She's from Denton. She right. went to school at North Texas and really blazed that path for women in sports casting. And I know I saw a lot of tributes from women who are in the field now uh, really paying tribute to her over the weekend. And uh, then she married John Y. Brown, who at one point was the governor of Kentucky, so she was the first lady of, of Kentucky and uh, she she passed away over the weekend at the age of 70.
1: Yeah, I saw that, and I did see a lot of the uh, different ladies that are in uh, sports broadcasting right now giving uh, tributes to her. And uh, Beth Mullins was one that really stood out to me, and I actually tried to get her onto the show, but uh, she wasn't available just yet, so I might get her on maybe, maybe tomorrow or so. But uh, either way, uh, that, yeah, that was really uh, something that stood out to me from over the weekend in a major way.
0: Yeah, so uh, sad about the passing of uh, Phyllis George over the weekend. Let me mention some birthdays uh, today. Uh, a couple of former Baylor baseball players, their birthdays today. Cole Herring, former Baylor uh, outfielder, today's his birthday. And Zach Dillon, former Baylor catcher, today is Zach's birthday as well. Uh, yesterday was the day, man. Yesterday, uh, obviously Sunday, and we weren't here. But uh, yesterday was a day for birthdays. Kim Mulkey's birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Robarts from Athletic Communications, uh, in one of his sports, is women's basketball. So well done there, Kyle. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday as well. Uh, Corey Priest here in Waco. Uh, Julie Keith uh, down at Vtex. Julie's birthday was yesterday. Uh, who else is on this list? Uh, I think that's it from uh, from the last couple of days, but a couple of, some very, all of them are big, but some really big ones over the weekend. Uh, Jim Nance's birthday was yesterday as well. And Jacob Barlow, Jeff Barlow's son, uh, Jake, Jacob's birthday was yesterday. And brother Ron Durham also from yesterday. So big uh, birthday weekend all the way around. Happy birthday to all of those folks. Uh, Q, you guys, uh, we've mentioned Tweety Carter on the show. What else do you guys have coming up on Unnecessary Roughness?
1: Yeah, uh, Tweety Carter will be on at 1230. Uh, Elijah Bean, he's one of the latest uh, commits to Baylor football team. Uh, he, he's actually committed number 13 out of 14. He'll join us at 130 just to talk about Baylor and, and why he chose Dave Aranda and the staff to to go there and continue his uh, his uh, not only education but obviously his playing uh, as well, So we'll talk to him at 1.30 and then uh, we'll switch gears and it'll be a Baylor ladies basketball that we'll concentrate on and Miriam Dada. She's the latest uh, Baylor Lady Bear commit. Uh, she's coming from Arkansas and uh, she's going to join us at 2.30 to talk about Coach Mokey and the staff. So it's like a whole Baylor day for me today. Tweety Carter nah. <laughs> and then Elijah Bean and
0: then Miriam Dada. Yeah, about that. Hey, that's great. So that's coming up between noon and 3 today on Unnecessary Roughness with uh, Q and Ward and Steven. And then Matt Mosley and Steven Simcox, 3 to 6. I know they've got Wade Phillips scheduled for today. And uh, John Topolsky will yep. be on on, uh, with Matt Mosley this afternoon as well. So, uh, all of that coming up later today here on ESPN Central Texas. IQ, right, I'm headed, uh, as soon as I sign off here, I'm headed outside. I'll check the uh, <laughs> snail population, the snail pandemic in our backyard. And I'll report to you tomorrow, see if those coffee grounds are still working back there.
1: I really hope they are. I mean, I really, really hope they are because there's no reason to have as many snails in the backyard as you have in your backyard. And so something needs to needs to happen for you. And I'm hoping it happens positive and that they're not there for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you're right. It's it, It's probably, maybe it says something about me that I would count all of those as I'm tossing them over the Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Especially. Especially when it gets up over 500 twice now that I've done that. Right. Getting rid of the snail population. So I'm going to check that out. Look forward to watching uh, with MJ the, uh, the uh, last dance, last two episodes tonight. And tomorrow, Derwin Graham Jr. will join us, former Baylor track standout. And he is a producer for ESPN and worked on the project. So that'll be fun to visit with him coming up tomorrow. Q, have a great day, man. I will, I will, I will. Make sure you go out there and you get
1: those snails, man. I tell you, that's all that's on my mind is your snail problem.
0: I'm headed out to check on the snails. Appreciate Jonathan Motley being on with us today, player of the decade for Baylor men's basketball. Check out the entire team on our website at baylorbears.com or uh, check it out on wacotrib.com. This is a project between the Waco Tribune Herald and Baylor Athletics, naming teams of the decade for every sport. Thanks for being with us. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 here on ESPN Central Texas.
4: meteorologist, I'm Lee Kay.